Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Ugh. Tell me it's Friday. Hey. Tell me it's Friday. Hey. Yo, tell me it's Friday. It's the 411 on getting banking done. Yo, it's Forefront. Credit Union. It's the CU that's got you for what you do when you do. You see, we're local and mobile and social in the community. Now we bring it all in with the unity. That's you and me. Yeah, being what we want to be. Yo, and tell me it's Friday. Hey, tell me it's Friday. Yo, tell me it's Friday. Tell me it's Friday. All right, it is time for another episode of Tell Me It's Friday. And we are joined probably for the final time, at least for a while. I'm kind of sad about it. Our (laughs) risk management specialists, Claire and Jill, they have done a fantastic job on our um, scammer series that we have been bringing to you guys, telling us about all of the different scams that exist out there in the financial industry. Job scams, romance scams, online shopping scams. Um, We've talked about money muling. We have talked about smishing, fishing, and fishing. Nice job. Okay, they're (laughs) nodding at me like I did it right. It's just that's three really hard words to say all next to each other. Um, So we've talked about all these different scams, trying to educate folks about the warning signs, things to watch out for. Um, things not to do, what to do if you do think you fall, you've fallen victim to a scam, if you're talking to a scammer. Um, one thing that we have not really taken a deep dive into yet um, is the ultimate really, really bad thing, uh, the, the bad outcome that can happen if you do fall victim to a scam. And that is really identity theft, right? Mm-hmm. That is one of the worst things that can happen. Right, absolutely. Yep. Obviously, um, we talked about with money muling, you can go to jail um, and seek prison time. That yep. sucks too, don't get me wrong. <laughs> but um, identity theft, that that's that's really bad and hard to come back from. Can we talk mm-hmm. a little bit about what identity theft really means uh, for those who might not understand it completely? Uh, so, you know, truly, obviously, identity theft is um, someone acting as you and doing various things, mostly, I would say, financial, um, on your behalf without without your knowledge. So mm-hmm. identity theft involves giving out all of your personal information or even just pieces of your personal information that can be put together into a full identity. Um, I would say there are – sorry, I lost my wind there. You're good. <laughs> um, how – we'll switch gears for a, um, a second here. How would a scammer – um, get to that point in stealing someone's identity. What what kind of information do they need? Um, they need, you know, obviously social security number is a big thing to do any sort of banking or applying for credit, um, lending, things like that. You need social security number. Um, you need obviously name, address, date of birth. Um, you know, those are your key elements that can really start anywhere. So obviously, if you're giving out card information and bank information, you know, that's serious as well. But those those key things where people need to apply for credit cards, apply for lending, apply for um, to open accounts online, most financial institutions, you can go right to their website and open a bank account. Mm-hmm. So 
if you have enough identifiers of an individual, you could have a bank account open um, in your name. And that's we've seen an increase you know, in that of, of scammers trying to use people's identities to for their financial gain. Because once that account's open, then they have control to do anything they want as you, um, and then fraudulent activity and things like that. So in your identity, once it's stolen, um, you know, that can affect you from, from years to come. So really keeping your social security number <laughs> as mm-hmm. private as possible is mm-hmm. probably the number one thing that that you would want to do. And, you know, there are instances out there where we have to give out our social security number, um, and we, we can do that in a safe manner. How how do you know when it's safe and when it's not? Again, it's it's knowing who you're talking to and who you're dealing with. If somebody's calling you on the phone and saying they're from your financial institution and they need your social security information to verify you, I would make sure, you know, one, most of the time we're not going to be asking for your full social security number. Right. Um, you know, know that that's who you're actually speaking with. Obviously, if you're at the doctor's office and the doctor's mm-hmm. asking for that information, mm-hmm. then, you know, is it really still safe to give? I mean, you hear about people, businesses having breaches in their security all the time. But mm-hmm. again, um, you know, it's knowing who you're giving it to mm-hmm. and not just giving it out randomly. I mean, think about it. When you go to the drugstore to pick up your prescription, they ask for your date of birth, you know, address before that. When you even buy a pair of jeans in American Eagle, they want your email address. So, I mean, even giving out your email address can potentially lead to identity theft. Every piece of personal information that you're giving, um, even through social media, you know, you go on Facebook right now and they're like, oh, take this quiz. How long have you and your spouse been married? When did you meet? I mean, those certain things could be, um, you know, pieces of your security and pieces of your identity. So if I know that, you know, I am John Doe and I already know his date of birth and now I need to know his mother's maiden name to do something, I can go right on social media, Mm -hmm. track who his relatives are, find his mother, Mm -hmm. then track her, you know. So you can, you know, literally, unfortunately, on the internet in five minutes, find out a, a ton of information. So the, the more information you're putting out on social mm-hmm. media about yourself, the more susceptible you are to some sort of identity takeover. Mm-hmm. Yes. As far as social media goes, you know, keep everything you possibly can private for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, now, what um, is involved with scammers uh, getting this information? Why do they want to steal your identity? What are they going to do with it? So truly, this is, I mean, you know, there might be some smaller bait to initiate the conversation, but the you know, pot of gold at the end of the rainbow is your identity because, again, they can use that to apply for loans in your name. Could be large, could be an actual, you know, vehicle that they're applying for, could be um, opening bank accounts. You know, here at Forefront Credit Union, we do allow accounts to be opened online, sight unseen, and we do require uh, photo ID to be submitted as well. Mm-hmm. But we've heard scams where uh, members or people are, you know, basically they have to pr- prove their identity and send a photo of their ID. And then our scam- these scammers are using that photo, that same photo, to open the online bank account. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we you know, get a report and we're going to review that just every single day. We look for irregularities, things that don't make sense. And we do have software to call who we believe is the true individual and we'll have conversations where we'll ask, you know, did you on this date open a savings and checking with Forefront mm-hmm. Credit Union? And sometimes these people 
are just being told that their ID might be stolen. Mm -hmm. But in some cases, I mean, I've had conversations where people say, you're like the 20th financial institution that's called me. I'm aware. I'm working on it. Oh. That sort of thing. So basically, so. they're spending money in your name, and it's money that neither one, you or the scammer has, or or the yep. scammer obviously doesn't intend to pay it back. Yep. Right. And we don't know who the scammer is because they're pretending to be you. Yep. So we're going, if there is a loss or a charge off or something of that nature, all the information we have points back to to the person whose identity has been stolen. Yeah. So, I mean, we've, you, you know... Even like we were talking about the email address, I mean, I can go on any business website and see a picture of the CEO and their email. And then now, okay, I'm getting information on them. And now I'm, you know, going to start calling other businesses and things posing as the CEO of this company. And I have all this information now mm -hmm. that I can use to, you know, okay, now send me this and, you know, do donation. You want to donate to our foundation or whatever. And, and you know, again, then these individuals have taken control of, you know, of somebody else's identity. Mm -hmm. And and these accounts are never used for, you know, legitimate transactions. It's, it's where the mewling comes in. Um, and, you know, if these accounts do turn into a charge-off situation where you might owe multiple banks large amount of money, who are we going to go after? You, you know, we have to go after that social security number, that mm -hmm. true identity. So, I mean, and... You might, you know, not know this is happening for years wow. after it's already happened. This um, I, reminds me of the movie Identity Thief. It was just on TV this weekend, actually, with uh, Jason Bateman and yeah, Melissa, Melissa McCarthy. Yeah, mm -hmm. I mean, it's you know, that's if you watch that movie, I mean, it's funny, it's comical. I they mean, make light of it, but. right? But that's exactly what what could happen. I mean, his his life was essentially ruined by this other individual. Yeah, you know, mm -hmm. posing as him and you know, ruined his credit and you know, I mean, they tried to arrest him. I think yeah. that's how right. Kind of, yeah. Like, finally figured it out yeah yeah, I, yeah. so it's it, it can take a long time to recover from that so i mean you know again um you know you can get a free a credit report yearly on you know mm -hmm. do that look at your credit report often look at um you know your score where it's at and what's dropping because again you know then you can see if things aren't making sense is there new credit cards that you didn't authorize i mean this can even be you know how many Offers do you get in the mail from different institutions for a pre-approved credit card? Mm -hmm. So if I drive by your mailbox and take one of those, you know, I could uh, literally apply for a credit card and I have some of your information already just from your mail. So, mm -hmm. I mean, there's so, you know, we give out so much stuff that we don't even realize it. Again, every time you write a check to a business or an individual, you're literally giving them your bank account information on the bottom of the check. So and even technology seems to work against us sometimes. I mean, I've gone to like local merchants, swipe my debit card, and they're like, do you want me to email you the receipt? And I said, well, I didn't give you my email. Well, it's all on that mag strip on your card. Yeah. So information's out there. You just have to know, you know, how to protect yourself. And again, that is pulling a credit report yearly. Some financial institutions, I know we offer... Uh, an option in our online banking to check your credit score and see what's, you know, against you in your name. I think Capital One does something like that. Uh, so, you know, check it as often as you can for free and definitely get that full credit report at least once a year, I would say. And then truly, I mean, it, you just have to think about, does it make sense? Like we've, we've heard where 
Amazon says you have an unauthorized charge. We need to verify your identity and, and you know, get this information to stop the charge. Mm-hmm. Well, why does Amazon need my full social security number? I would never give that to Amazon. It's not even in my profile in my legitimate application. Yeah. So, you know, does it does it make sense to share this specific information with this merchant? Yeah. Ask questions. Why do you, you know, yeah. I, I'm not giving you that. What, you know, what else can you, you know, yeah. do? We, we need to be our own advocates again. I mean, that's kind of mm-hmm. what it all boils down to mm-hmm. is to when somebody asks us for information, think of the why. Why do you need this? Why, if you're my financial institution calling me, why are you asking me for my card number, my PIN number? You're my financial institution. You gave me this card why do you need that information? You you already that. have that. You already have all these pieces of information on me. So it's again we we need to you know stop being so free with mm-hmm. you know I mean think about it. You go to Starbucks and they want your name just for your order. You mm-hmm. know just make up a name. You know like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm a little paranoid because I do this all day long. But again like you need to be right. It's true. You know like I don't give out when I buy something and they're like oh put in your email. Like no you don't need my email. I want a paper receipt. Like mm-hmm. you don't need another piece of of my identity just mm-hmm. to buy a shirt. So. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just be careful with, with your information. Yep. You've got to definitely protect yourself. I mean, it's, it sounds dramatic, but you only have one life. So you truly just need to protect your identity, who you are, and obviously your finances. All right. I think that's a good way to end this. (laughs) Well, thank you both so much for every episode that you have covered with scams and now identity theft. And I hope that our uh, listeners have learned something from you guys. Yeah, so. appreciate being here. Thank yeah, you. Thank you. All right. Until next time. Yo, tell me it's Friday. Hey, tell me it's Friday. Yo, tell me it's Friday. Tell me it's Friday. Tell me it's Friday.